Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. <coughs> this week I speak to Mahika. She's eight years old and attends an independent school in Northwest London. She's really creative and loves to paint, so much so that she'll do all her homework and chores if rewarded with an hour of art. We're going to build a talking skill of leadership Throughout history, humans have excelled when working in groups, and every group needs a leader. The ability to motivate, align, and enable the group of people to perform optimally is what makes a leader stand out, and this can be nurtured already at a young age. So, let's listen in on our chat. All right, so Mahika, this is a question on leadership, and the question is, why do we have two ears and one mouth? Why do we have two ears and one mouth? Um, uh, because you need to listen more than speak. I don't know. Or, mm -hmm. or you need to, um, you need to have, um, because it's your choice if you want to speak quietly or loudly but you have to hear a lot. Right, so you need to listen more than you speak because the implication is you listen with your ears and you speak with your mouth. Um, so I like that, but, but tell me why. So why, why is it more important to listen than it is to speak? Because you have to listen to other people's ideas and then wait for them to finish and then speak. Mm-hmm. But why? I'm going to, sorry, I'm going to keep asking you why. why. Why is it important to listen to other people's ideas? I mean, if you have a big group of 10 people and you're always listening to other people, then you can never sort of say what you want to say. So why should you no, listen so much? You have, 
you can't listen all the time. When you have to listen to other people's ideas to know what they what they're saying. So then you so then you can um make, create a bigger idea using their ideas, and then you'll create one big idea using all the other people's ideas and including yours. And you can speak as well. But listening to other people and getting ideas is also much is also a good thing to do. Yeah, so I love that. That's wonderful. Um did you did you learn that from somewhere? Or where why do you say that? Where did you learn that from? From school, from my mum, from my dad, from my auntie, from my grandma, <laughs> from my grandpa, from my everyone. From everybody. Oh well, it's all wonderful that that people are, are all telling you the same thing. Um. So, fair enough. So, so let me make it a bit harder for you then. So, what would happen if you want to do this, right? You understand that it's important to listen to others and create big ideas from their ideas. Um. But let's say there's one person in your group. Who's just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and just talking and talking and talking like and that person just wouldn't stop talking and so you know you knew that you needed to listen to them but you also wanted to make sure you heard from other people what, yeah what I, would, situation? I would um calm his him her down using my mouth um um because that's kind of unlikely and then, and then um, you would um, tell them that other people, you aren't being fair. You have to let other people speak um, as well. Because if you speak all the time, then it will be kind of boring for the other people. And um, the idea that you'll have won't be as good because it, it won't be collaborating. Right. So I, so I love that. So the, the bit I love the most was when you made it an issue for that person, right? Because you just said that your idea won't be as good as if you listen to other people. They can help you make your idea even better by collaborating. Um, so in, indeed, quite often to sort of get through to somebody, we need to position it as a benefit for them, right? It's, it's good if you talk a little less because then your idea will become even better. It's, uh, it's good if you give somebody else a chance to speak because they could help you with whatever you're struggling with. Like make it a personal win for them. Um, so I like that. Nice. If, if you had like an exam and you, and you didn't let your best friend talk and you wanted um, them to help you and you didn't let your best friend talk and you just kept on talking about what you wanted them to do. But then you wouldn't get any help because the friend would already be fast asleep because he's so bored. Yeah, I suppose if you talk too much without it being engaging enough and entertaining enough, then people are liable to fall asleep. And so thinking in the context of leadership, right, because this is in some ways a leadership question yeah, and demonstrating the importance of listening. Um, because leaders also need to motivate Right? Do you know that word, motivate? Yeah. What does what does motivate mean? Like, so, um, if, if so, if you wanted everyone to do a play with you, let's say, and you wanted to be, um, you ordered everyone around, 
but you'd never let anyone have any fun. So let's say um, you just made them work and work and work, and you didn't say anything about like um, like when you work harder, you'll get things done quicker. You didn't say any of that. You just kept ordering them, and they would become so tired. Your play wouldn't become good. But if if you told them. Um, if you made it fun for them, like they had a little break in between, and then um, they could play a bit, and then and then they could um, like um, do the play a, another bit, and then they could have a break, and you could also and you said um, different things to cheer them up, like saying um, the um, hard work. Um, the more hard work is done, the better the play will become, and then you'll um, you'll have a, a long break, and then it will be really good. And um, then that's motivating people to just do it and not argue, yeah. and they'll have a break in between. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the, a very good um, description of how to motivate people, like in that play as an example, um, cheer them up, give them breaks, and, and so on. Um, good. So, so you know what motivation is, and we talked about listening. So I want to ask you, why, why does listening really well to people help you motivate those same people? What is it about listening that helps you to motivate somebody? Because they'll know that you're actually listening to them very hard. And once they're done, you can tell them that um, what you just said is good and then you can build up on that idea by asking others and that will motivate everyone to try their hardest and say a good answer and they'll also have fun because um, you're listening to them and they're, and they're listening to you. Yeah so you're talking about building on people's ideas again, which is an important part of listening. Um, but I'm also trying to get you to think about um, understanding what motivates somebody. You know, because we agree that listening is important and we agree that motivating people is important. But what is it about listening that lets you motivate somebody very well? What do you think? Well, what my mum does is she get she gives me time to work, but then she says you basically have one hour to do whatever you like, and I and my mum gives me three breaks at least in the day, so then I I get a rest and then I do my hardest on the lessons and then I have another rest to do what I like. And then so that's a good I, way of motivating somebody by giving them a reward. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, but how does your mum know that giving you a break for an hour for you to do whatever you want, how does she know that that's actually something you would like and that's something that would actually motivate you? Because when she always, she's always known that I love art. <laughs> so if I don't have art in the day, I'll be very lazy and don't do like it. And, I won't do a good job in my lessons because I won't get any time to do what I like. Yeah. So then my mom thinks 
that if she's not going to put any effort if I don't give her what she wants, then maybe give her some one hour or at least three breaks to do whatever she likes. Yeah, so and your mum knows you very well, which is why she knows that you like art, right? Um, but No, she, she, um, she wouldn't actually, because I, I like, because my mum gives me lessons for art um, during the weekdays. So that's why she knows that I put a lot of effort into art. Okay, so, so she knows that um, letting you do art is very motivating for you to get other things done. Yeah, um, but your mum knows you very well. Like in a situation where you're doing a school play and somebody new comes in and you have to work with them and you don't really know that person, you don't know what they like, you don't know what they don't like. Um, why why is listening there such a powerful way of understanding what motivates that person basically like um what you would do is if a new person came and then you would um you could get to know them a bit more um and listen to what they actually um, want and what right. they like and and they and you can ask them what, if they want a break or what they want to do during that break right and you can ask them different questions that will make you know and um, what they like or they don't like <laughs> and, yeah exactly no perfect i mean um and that's a good way to get to know anybody isn't it um, and if you're listening really well to their responses, they might start talking more about their family, in which case you know that they like playing with their brothers and sisters, for instance, or they might start talking about their favorite football team, in which case you know they like playing football, right? Or they might start talking about what they ate for lunch, in which case you know that they like, they like food and perhaps what their favorite food is, right? But this all happens because you ask questions, which is very important, you're right. But then you also listen, you listen really, really hard to, to those answers. And, and so we'll, we'll wrap up this question just, just here. But, but again, you know, this is a leadership question. And we talked about why do, you, why do we have two ears and one mouth? And, and you correctly pointed out that we need to listen more than we speak. And actually, that's a bit of a, a phrase. It's a bit of a saying. I don't know if you know, you know we have two ears and one mouth. So make sure you listen. Um, is what a lot of parents tell their children, which is very true. But um, there's lots of different reasons to listen. And in the context of leadership, um, it's great to build ideas together, right? Which is what you pointed out, which is really, really important. But it's also really good to discover what motivates somebody so that you can make sure everybody, everybody in your team is, is um, working in the most productive way. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. 
You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.